You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Have you ever needed a worker to paint your house or maybe construct a brick fence around your home or just clean your shop when you opened it after the long lockdown was lifted? Where would you go to find one such worker? Maybe call up someone you already know or dial an app-based service provider for help. Hello and welcome to my weekly podcast Tales from Delhi. I am Shiv Sani, an on-ground reporter with Hindustan Times. In my podcasts, I'll bring to you human interest stories from Delhi, one or two every week. These are everyday accounts of survival, of inspiration and of change. But to what extent? That's up to you to decide. As for me, I'll make some space for the stories to do the talking. But a lot of other people in Delhi know exactly where to go in search of such a worker. A labor chalk. You have heard of labor chalks. Many Indian cities have these labor chalks, be it in your neighboring Noida or the far away Jaipur. These labor chalks are the places where skilled and non-skilled workers like masons, painters and cleaners gather every morning in the hope of finding some work. Some of these spots end up officially being named as labor chalks. For example, the Santnagar labor chalk near Burari in North Delhi. Delhi itself has about a dozen such labor chalks, some known only to local residents. Today's episode is not about how these labor chalks got their names or how many labor chalks Delhi has. It is about the workers who gather at these labor chalks in search of work every morning and how the lockdown has deprived many of them of the chance to earn an honest living. Forget the hard work required in most of the works. So for years now, this is how the system at the labor chalks in Delhi has worked. Workers arrive here every morning with their tools, with paint brushes and buckets, or the instruments used in masonry. Then there are those who arrive here empty-handed, hoping to be hired for daily works at banquet halls, wedding venues, and small eateries. Through the day, people who need them for work arrive at these places, negotiate with them, and take them away for the day's work. Mind you, these are not full-time workers. They are hired just for one day. Or if they are lucky, for one small project that could take a couple of days to up to a week. Once they are done, they return to the labor chalks looking for more work. On an average, these laborers earn anywhere between Rs 500 to 700 for day's hard work. But hardly any of these workers found work all 30 days a month. These laborers tell me that they are lucky if they can find work on 20 days a month. Usually it's just about 15 days of work. They usually set a target of earning Rs 10,000 that will see them through the month. But because of the lockdown, they have lost their negotiating power. And that is leaving them with as little as Rs 200 for a day's work. Or in many cases, no work for days and weeks at a stretch. When migrants began leaving Delhi after the lockdown, some labourers had stayed back in the city. They had hoped that when there would be fewer workers in Delhi, those who had stayed back would find more work they would receive better pay for the work. 
But you know what the problem is? Even with 3.5 lakh migrants gone, there's still too many laborers left in Delhi and too little work. To see their conditions, I visited three labor chowks, one in Chandni Chowk, another in Santnagar and the third in Subhashnagar. The situation was the same at all the three labor chowks. A large number of laborers huddled together. They wait from morning to evening and then return home without work or any money. And those who do find work have to settle for lesser money than they earned earlier. I'll describe to you a scene that I witnessed at the labor chowk in Santnagar, which is a very busy crowded market. About 50 laborers are waiting under a tree to find work. After a long wait, a building contractor arrives here and tells them that he needs three construction workers. The laborers begin negotiating with him. They want to be paid rupees 600 each for the day's work. Earlier, this payment would be rupees 500 each. But now, they tell the contractor that there are fewer workers and they should get paid a little extra for being available. The contractor wants to pay them only rupees 400, lesser than even what they earned earlier. This is even lesser than the minimum wage prescribed by the government. But the contractor knows the ground reality. He knows that there are still too many workers and very little work available in the market. And he knows that if one group refuses to take his offer, another group is waiting to pounce on the opportunity. There is desperation all around and the contractor can sense it. So, he signals to another small group of workers standing nearby. They are watching him, they are waiting to take that opportunity. The trick immediately works. The first group agrees to work for rupees 400. They're not really in a position to negotiate. The group's leader, Deen Dayal, tells me that had he let go of the opportunity, it would be the seventh straight day that he wouldn't have found any work. But if you go to the labor chowk in Chandni Chowk, there are a few workers who know the problem of giving in to this exploitation. They know that if they agree to work for less, it can set a bad trend. The economic situation may get better one day. but the daily wages would have dipped so at chandni chowk the laborers appear more united a group of painters refused to paint a shop because they were being offered rupees 300 just half of the rupees 600 they would get paid earlier since all the painters here spoke in one voice the man who was hiring them had no choice he returned without hiring anyone but the painters had kept their wages intact for the future but even these painters don't know how long they will be able to stand united they understand that their desperation to find work is much more than the desperation of the people hiring them as they hope for the situation to normalize these laborers will continue visiting these labor chowks they'll wait there the entire day just so that they feel they have put in their efforts to find work they'll spend the entire day smoking beedis over here but there are some workers i met who had to give up this habit because they are short of money to even buy beedis if you are hiring someone to work for you try not to take advantage of their desperation try to avoid negotiating with them offer them the wages they deserve for their hard work and if you can pay them a little extra for the tough decision to stay back in delhi and be available to keep the city running That's all for today. We'll meet again next week with more such heart-touching stories. Until then, if you have an interesting anecdote to share, please get in touch with me on my Twitter handle at shivsani. 
और यू कैन ऑल्सो रीच एस एट एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट ऑन फेसबुक ट्विटर एंड इंस्टाग्राम इफ यू वॉन्ट टू लिसन टू मोर सच इंटरेस्टिंग पॉडकास्ट लॉग ऑन टू डब्ल्यू 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 डॉट एच टी स्मार्ट कास्ट डॉट कॉम थैंक यू and well the next episode is about to begin but just a small message of solidarity before that in difficult times like these living in isolation isn't going to be easy but what if working from home our own comfort zones helps us discover new ways of being what if this calm this rest it helps us listen to ourselves and the people around us more deeply While that happens you can find me at htsmartcast.com connecting you to the world of comedy culture motivation news you know just in case you need some smart company thanks for listening take care this was a hindustan times production brought to you by ht smartcast ht smartcast